Welcome to the Joke Workshop, everybody. It is Monday. It's 6 o'clock. It's time for the Joke Workshop. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. Ooh, this is a really hot mic. Turn it down. That's what I can do back here. Um, comedians do four-minute sets. At three minutes, they'll hear the horn. The first eight comedians also get comments from their comedian peers. Um, masks inside. Um, if you're talking... I. There's in the, you, if you brought your own mic, that's great. If you didn't, we've got baggies up front. Um, use the baggies. I mean, like I said, I test every week and I haven't gotten it yet. And I've been, so I'm trying so hard to get it. No, I'm, I'm so I've, I'll test tomorrow and I'll let everybody know. And if anything happens, I'll shut this shit down. Don't worry. I'm, but, you know, I'm, I hope everybody's vaccinated and all that kind of stuff. Again, if you're sipping and, you know, it's whatever makes you feel safe is, is fine with me. But keep your friends safe and all that stuff. A lot of times, the easiest thing to do is just to take your mask off and cover the microphone with it. Um, with this, And you don't put the front of it. You put the part that's next to your mouth. Because otherwise, you're just... Anyways, you'll figure it out. Physics, properties of physics. Um, everybody try to be really nice to each other. I'll be really nice to you, too. Um, I had a host the other day. This was crazy. They were, it's comedy so weird, you guys. And I hope that the workshop, if you guys ever get, like, butthurt about life or people or anything come talk to me it's a lot of fun but a host last night while handing me the mic said fuck you <laughs> and I was like wow it made me feel really cool actually I was like that's amazing I, I it made me feel really cool actually so it was really good I'll never I'll never tell you guys to fuck off because I really appreciate the two to five dollars that you're using to keep the mutiny radio station alive and afloat keeping open mic here for you Mondays and Fridays. We also have all our shows on the week, and that's great. You can um, apply right now to the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's sixth annual. It's going to be coming October 10th through 16th at six different venues. Seven if you consider Mutiny Radio. Okay, I'm blither blathering, but you all made it inside, and you're all ready for your first comedian. Um, so yeah, everybody, ta I take pretty copious notes, and you can as well, but if you don't, I mean, just, you know, Help out your fellow comedian. Put your hands together for your first comedian tonight, Ray Khan. Yay! Hi, Pam. Fuck you. Just joking. Hi, Monday, everybody. Joke workshop. What's happening? Things are good, huh? Feeling good? Excellent. I got some things I got to work out. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. You can see it in your eyes. You're thinking to yourself, I didn't know Vin Diesel had a skinny, effeminate, tidy, older brother. Yeah. Yeah, it's sad, isn't it? Yeah, it's true. It's true. I am a, I'm a bit of a neat freak. I'm proud of it. I like to be neat, like to be tidy. Uh, instead of fast and furious, I am furiously fastidious. It's true. Yeah, yeah, I like it. It's nice. It's a, it's a trait I am proud of. Um, uh, I used to uh, coach soccer before the pandemic. Uh, it was a very very nice time for me you know I'm glad I stopped okay. during the during the I knew I had to stop because I was just getting too much perspective and I just wasn't I just wasn't doing my duties as a coach kid comes up to me pulls on my shorts and says hey coach are we winning and I'm like winning I don't know let me let me check it for winning or not uh, let's see are you a, are you currently a, a white male in America yeah 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 okay it sounds like I think you know what the score is yeah, yeah, I think you know what the score is. Okay, cool. Let's see, are you, uh, are, you, uh, are you a member of the future patriarchy in this country? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I think you're, I think we're, I think you're winning. I think you're kind of winning. Yeah, yeah. 
a couple generations ago was uh, were my people drinking rainwater out of a puddle in Karachi, Pakistan? Were they? Yeah. Yeah, they were. They were. Yeah. So we're winning. We're winning, Junior. Don't worry about it. We're winning. We're okay. It's okay. Hey, stop crying. Okay. It's all right. The score is two to two. Don't forget to have fun out there. Have fun. Good job. Good job. Um, I like to exercise. Anybody like to exercise out here? Yeah, good. I like to exercise too. Um, I like to get my heart rate up. Some people out there don't believe in getting their heart rate up. They think they have like maybe a finite number of heartbeats. So once you exhaust all your heartbeats, apparently to them you die. And that's just the way it goes. And I love this theory. I think this theory is fantastic. Why not? Why limit it to, why limit it to heartbeats? It could apply to everything, because in reality, we only have a finite number of things we can do, period, right? So like, I could be driving down the road, and I could take that left turn after the light turned green, and, I, and I, die at the, I die at the wheel, and I'm there, I'm slumped. And my wife is talking to the doctor later, and she's like, how did he die? How did he die? such a young man. He was so good looking. He was tall like Vin Diesel, I promise. He's like, like no, no, he just, he just ran out of allotments of left turns. I'm sorry, ma'am. Super tragic. I could be in my kitchen, you know, I could be emptying my colander, right, taking it out from the dishwasher, have a heart attack, right, hit the ground on my kitchen, they take me to the hospital, the doctor goes to my wife, he says, I'm sorry I didn't make it. How did he die? He spun one too many salads. Sorry, I'm so sorry, so tragic, so tragic. I could be up here, you know, telling jokes, how I look like Vin Diesel, right, hit the ground, mic in hand, my wife is crying inconsolably. Pam Benjamin comes up to her and says, I'm sorry, Adrian. I'm so sorry. He compared himself to that motherfucker one too many times. He just ran out of his alignment. That's my time. I'm giving it back by a minute, Pam. Thank you very much. Woo! Oh, hey. Raycon, everyone. Raycon. Joke workshop. So what is the quote you say? You, I know I, the words I got out of it were skinny, effeminate. And then you said tiny. Do you say tiny. tall? Tiny. Tidy, tidy, yeah. tidy, because then the fast and fastidious. See, that's where I was lost, because I was like, tiny. You're not yeah, tiny. And then I got the fast and fastidious, <laughs> and but I didn't tidy. Okay, you got to pronounce that word like, cool. and you um, tall and tidy. That's going to be a hard word for you to do. Um, but now I get it. And then when you start doing, I like all that winning stuff. When you do the, do you know how there's that thing when he was crazy and he was doing all the drugs and he's like winning. That guy? Oh, do you uh, remember? Uh, Charlie Sheen. Yes. Yeah. So you could just throw a Charlie Sheen in there just for funsies, just because it's like, just to give yourself some more that. layers, like of um, energy layers, you know? Like. Well, typically I scream it and I go, I get more amped. Right. But I'm purposely going slow today. Oh, you yeah. were, okay. So that you were. Me, that was right. Mellow Ray. I'd still add a winning thing in there. Right. Maybe the <laughs> team name is Patriarchy. Say it again? Maybe the team name is Patriarchy. Uh, okay. Like the soccer team name. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I thought the score is two to two against, I was thinking like if the team name was Patriarchy and you were playing against Pakistan and the score was two to two, but that's because Pakistan started at negative two or something. So they've actually <laughs> had four goals. I don't know. I was just thinking about like white privilege like and like how to make that all work. And the allotment stuff, I think it's really funny. It just, it's like at the beginning of the joke, you got a front load that word allotment because you oh, start okay. getting into the left, the turns, turns, turns. And then all of a sudden I'm on this driving train with you. And then I'm like, Oh crap, he's doing a joke about 
that's right, the death and the allotments. And then towards the end of that joke, it all, you say allotments a bunch of times, which I got totally it. agree with because you keep yeah. me on the track of the purpose of the joke. Got it. But you just got to front load a little harder front on it. Front load allotment. Okay. I can do um, that. Matt, oh, the hero. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So I was thinking, are you are you like the, the fastidious uh, Vin Diesel or are you like the... Uh, the, the loser brother of the rock, you know, like, oh, uh, you know, cause you're probably a little bit of both. Yeah. Maybe. You're some, I was thinking you're somehow there baby, but then you'd be super buff. But I was thinking <laughs> anyway, no, the Vin Diesel's fine. I think it's fine. Okay. Uh, but when you, w with all this, like running out of stuff, like I was just thinking, you know, look, Elvis, Elvis only had so many craps in him. <laughs> you know, you he it, died prematurely because he had a certain allotment of bowel movements <laughs> that he had yeah. used up. And, yeah. I like anyway, so there's yeah. probably in real life stuff. Anyway, go ahead. Cool. Other comments? Oh, you uh, find a microphone. Sure. Come on in. Uh, so when you were mentioning Vin Diesel, yeah. can you hear me? Okay. Uh, then I thought that there's one scope of uh, the guy keeps on mentioning family but never mentioned you. <laughs> what? Say it again. I'm sorry. So Vin Diesel always keeps mentioning about his family. Oh, okay. But he has never mentioned you. Oh, <laughs> got it, got it, got it. So, yeah. is, that, is that something he does a lot? Talk I, about I family? Oh, yeah. oh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay, got I it. don't pay attention to Oh, that's to a thing he does. Yeah, okay, cool. All right. They're always talking about, it's about family. You oh, know, it's I didn't about know that. family, okay, you know. Oh, yeah. got it, got it, got it. Oh, because in the movies and the... Oh, okay, that's a, that's a recurring theme in Fast and Furious. It'll okay. hit hard with anyone who has cool. seen the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Also, <laughs> okay, sounds good. didn't the Fast and Furious 9 just come out? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. I think so. But you've been doing this joke for a while, so I mean, yeah. you can even mention that because there's a, I know there's a billion of, yeah. but it's, it's um, really funny stuff. Good stuff, good writing, good jokes. Any other comments, anybody? Clap Hooray. your hands in a wild slappy-like motion for Raycon, yay! Hooray! All right, your next comedian. Uh, same thing. Good job, everybody. Like, pay attention, take notes, come back here, give them the notes, and be nice. Put your hands together for Philip Melophony. Yay! Hey, hey. So, I actually did my first set not too long ago here at Mutiny Radio. And my mom was listening back home in Canada. And uh, that night, she sent me a message referencing some of my sex jokes that I made. And she called me a dirty little boy. And I don't know about you, but I just thought it was a little late in life for her to be telling me she's my stepmom. Uh, I'm a firm believer that you should be afraid of your parents growing up. I think it builds character. Uh, for me, it was easy because my parents are both black belts and they met in the military. And my mom would frequently remind me that she knew how to disassemble and reassemble a rifle in the dark. And my mom was intense. Like, she would do neighborhood patrols. Uh, she even tailed someone that egged a neighbor's house. And so, you know, some towns have that neighborhood watch sign to deter crime. Not my town. My town just had a picture of my mom knitting, just looking straight into your soul. It just happens my, my town was a uh, top 10 safest in Canada. Uh, uh, growing up, I went to a Catholic high school, which is, uh, it's kind of exhausting because you're just reminded that you're going to hell all the time. So I got pretty interested in uh, becoming a born-again Christian. And what's cool about that is anytime you sin, you get to just load from the last checkpoint. And if you just picture the worst walk of shame, the most uncomfortable walk of shame you've ever had, I challenge you to think of a rebirth of shame. Picture this. You're in church. You're hungover. 
your whole family's there, and you're still in your slutty Darth Vader Halloween costume from the night before. Uh, since moving to the Bay, I've been trying to figure out all the cool things to do here, and bu bubble tea is pretty common here. People talk about it a lot, and some people even say, whoa, whoa, slow down there, it's boba. But here's the thing. Boba is a topping, but it sinks to the bottom of the drink. But it's so good that we rename the whole drink after it. Boba is totally a power bottom. Uh, what else to do in San Francisco? Car break-ins are pretty common, pretty popular here. And if you don't think victim blaming is real, I challenge you to think, what's the first thing people say when their car gets broken into? Well, what did you have out? You're basically asking for it. That's messed up. And I don't even know if I'm supposed to lock my doors, unlock my doors. Where I grew up, this was our, this is what would happen. My parents would leave my sister and I in the car, and our security system was if someone walked by our car, we would pretend to be statues. Because everyone knows pedophiles love the form of a child's body unless it's made out of stone. So that's what we, that's what, that was our security system. And basically we, we learned our survival skills from uh, Simon Says. And uh, one last little overshare about myself. I'm quite a, a sweaty man. Anybody else here sweaty? All right, so my grandmother, uh, she actually got her sweat glands and her armpits removed because they were kind of like a gas station uh, bathroom sink where they just never really turned off. And as a result, I'm now crazy sweaty. So people ask me, they go, Phil, what type of sweater are you? Nervous, anxious, uh, consistent. And as a result, now when I go out, I get these circular pit marks that slowly start growing and growing. And eventually, later in the night, they actually form and they, sorry, they meet in the middle of my chest. And it forms kind of like a Venn diagram. And in the middle of my chest, what that diagram means, it means go home and shower. Uh, also, some things don't work when the genders are flipped. Uh, for example, when uh, I'm in bed with a woman and she whispers in my ear, oh my God, you're so wet. All right, I'm Phil Patrick, thank you. Oh, that was a sexy joke there at the end. Wetness. Um, wow. Um, you have to say out more like a can like a Canadian. I was I almost got wet there when you said out for the first time like a Canadian. You have that, that sweet sweet accent. Do you want to go out with me? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, um, <laughs> sorry. I'm like, I, my other note was, you're too cute for a walk of shame. <laughs> that was my other note. <laughs> like, you've never experienced a walk of shame. You're way too good looking for that. Okay. I'm, I'm blushing now, and I'm not going to hit on you anymore. Um, the stepmom joke <laughs> was really cute. And um, I didn't know Canadians had rifles. I thought that... Um, I thought that, no, there were no guns in Canada. That was the, d does that, no? They're made out of sticks. They were like play guns. <laughs> it's, I just thought there were no guns in Canada. I heard that in Canada they, they don't have guns and that's why they don't lock their doors because no one has guns. Is that, I, did I just make that up? Right. They, li they live in the woods. They have hunting. There's bears and moose and oh. they live in the forest. Okay. I thought they killed them with hatchets. The whole country is a big forest. No cities. It's true. All right. Uh, I'm getting uh, mansplained about Canada. That's really that's really good. No, I know it was good. You're telling me facts. Um, uh, there was more. So oh, slow down. Your memorization is great, and it's awesome that you're memorized. Um, but you were just zipping through your material like you did like six minutes of jokes in four minutes. So, um, and then make we make special straws tools. What did that have to do with? 
straws and tools. Oh, for boba. Because there was a special, there's a special tool to eat boba. You don't just drink it with a regular straw. There's like special like tools to, I don't know if that's anything, if, that, if there's any like just using that extra fact before the power. I don't it, know if it there's. It only kills like the extra large turtles. Maybe, but just the power bottom stuff, just like about, there's got to be like a sex thing about. Yeah, well, <laughs> great segue into my commentary. Um, every time I drink boba tea, I feel like I'm eating cum because of the consistency of the boba. Sure. It's, it's, it's similar to the consistency of cum. So like every time I use one of those tools, like I feel like I'm just sucking like a really like unimpressive dick that just like won't relent. So food for thought there, pun intended. Um, the... <sighs> The mom, I want your mom to be doing weirder things, like things that show that she's like, like a hardo, but like she's assembling Ikea furniture and not having a mental breakdown or something like, or, or just something that like, just like is a little bit off, but still screams like, oh shit, like I shouldn't fuck with her. Um, and then with your description of the sweat. I was waiting for like like where I thought you were gonna go with it was like the way that I'm imagining this is like suddenly like it's essentially like you have like sweaty tits, right? Like if if, if I had sweat, a nickel, like if your sweat is meeting there, it's like it's like you're gonna just have like a big old. So maybe there's a joke there of like now you're the one wearing a bra or something. Like I don't know. Bras do soak up the sweat. It is it is yeah. Nice, I, guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's like a mm. sports bra or something. Mm. I want to go back to the straw thing because isn't felching when you come in somebody's butthole and then you suck it out with a straw? Brady, is, is that true? Is that is yeah. that felching? Yeah. Is this too much? Is, I'm sorry. We need to go so deeper. So if you're talking about, okay, I'm not going to talk anymore. Are there other comments for felch? Oh, yeah. right, yeah. I'm trying to recover from felching. We're uh, so anyway, uh, I just love the uh, power bottom boba uh, comment. The knitting mom is hilarious. I love the imagery. Uh, your word choice is really, really good. Um, I, the only thing I didn't understand was the pedophile statue joke. Oh, pedophiles don't like statues? Uh, uh, enlighten me. I'm confused. Still working on the, the punch there, but okay. that's a true story that we actually would no, pretend no, I to get be it. statues. Yeah. But I just, yeah. I'm trying to figure out the punch. Okay, okay cool, cool. And then I, I thought the Venn diagram thing is hilarious. I just don't know... I think you need to work on what's meeting what in the middle. Yeah, yeah and I think it's slowly going this. From right, the, right, for sure, for sure. But it, there's got to be. I, I, I want to know what what one and the other one equals. Where, where's the commonality between the two? Because that's how Venn diagrams work, right? True. So I think that would be a huge punch once you figure that part yeah, out. Yeah, like the left side of my body is doing this, the right side of my body, like yeah, the left side like wants that. to go home, the right side sure. is trying to get laid, and in the middle it means yeah, something, yeah, something like, that, like that for sure. Yep. But the and the kids being stone, I think that the perspective you just have to switch your perspective on it because if children are stone pedophiles would want them more because that's the only time that little kids gonna get hard Ooh. right because little kids if you're a little kid and you're trying not to have pedophiles little boys don't get hard-ons do they oh they do they probably do i, I told my I'm, like I, define little that, boy define little boy. I, I mean i don't know he's talking Sorry, about pedophiles, damn, i don't so want a man explain penises to you no i mean but i think he's talking about being like a seven-year-old kid and pretending to be a statue so that he won't get abducted by a pedophile and he's taking the wrong perspective because that's the only time a little kid's going to be hard although maybe you don't want to be you can't be picked up because you're stone and you're so heavy and you're a skinny kid i don't know there's something there though i don't know 
just I would write into it like with the honesty of why you were doing that as a kid. Like think about when you were a kid and why you decided to be a, like somehow that would make you safe. Like <laughs> there, why? I forgot a comment. Um, the Canadianness, like I, I like. I just want to hear like how nice Canada is and like how nice Canadians are. Like maybe this won't be a funny bit, but the entire time I was like, oh, like even like your Hardo mom, like she's like, like if Hardo for like Canada was like, you only sometimes say please and thank you. Like you only say <laughs> w- one of the two. Yeah. Okay, cool. Clap your hands wildly, everybody. For Phil McGollany Company. I can try to say his last name. Melophony, right? Is that how it is? But your last name is Melophony. That's how it's pronounced, right? Oh. <laughs> sorry, Mom. If you're listening this week, Mom, I'm sorry. Um, I think the next comedian he might talk about felching just for fun. Put your hands together, everybody, for Brady Pearson! Well, hello everyone. How are we doing today? What's going on? Where are my cocksuckers at? Where are we at? Hey. Oh, hey. Uh, what, you're not into it? What's wrong with you? Well, you look like you might be into it. Oh, God, it was a great weekend, y'all. I mean, mm-mm-mm. it was my birthday, and I have to say, yeah, it was a party, and, um, you know, fun was had. Cocks were sucked, and... Uh, I got more pipe laid in me than the Windsor Hotel. It's just amazing. <laughs> right? It was so good. Oh, my God. See, I'm tired. Of, the reason why I t- Now, are you guys c- uncomfortable that I'm talking about cocksucking so much? I mean, because I just want you to be assured that you can be a cocksucker at any time. If, you, if you're really curious about it, I'm more than happy to help you. At, right after the show, I mean, you just... There's the bathroom right there, and it's usually what I call the office, but, you know, you're more than welcome, especially you. You're good. Oh, I like that. Okay. Hey. Oh, excuse me. I got lost. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's um, people put cocksuckers down. They're like, oh, you fucking cocksuckers. Like, but you know what? There's not a single guy I know that with their eyes closed would say, oh, please, please stop sucking my dick. Am I right? And, you know, you think it's really easy being the best cocksucker. Well, I want to be the best cocksucker. Well, I probably am, but I don't know. Um, but I do know that I'm, you know, if there was a Dick Olympics, I would definitely be going for the cocksucking team, the U.S. cocksucking team. You know, and, and I'm practicing. I'm just really, I'm sure I'm going to be able to do this because, you know, once I get there, you know I'm going to go for gold, right? I mean, it's going to be amazing. Okay, so this is how I practice. You, you guys ready for this? Okay, just sharing. Okay, so you get, so my daily regimen is kind of like, you go someplace really special, maybe like a restroom. You know, you get you go down like this, okay, and then you get your legs apart like this, and then you. This, we call this the um, the kneeling priest, right? This is, okay. and then the next, of course, with any priest, you have the um, tip, tip to taint. That's where you. Do you see that? For those of you like the, you know, it's almost as if I'm, you know, sucking a dick or something. You you see that, right? Okay, and then. The final beautiful motion is when you kind of go like this, you know, you, oh, I'm sorry, you forgot, you, you have to have your hand like this, and then you kind of move your hand like this, you got to fold it kind of like this, and you got to kind of kind of go move it up, you know, and then, oh, and that's called the flowering lotus. Thank you, that's, 
That's what makes a great cocksucker. Thank you. I, now, please do go try that at home. I would, and call me when you do it. Okay, that'd be great. You know, and I've sucked so much dick in my life, it leads me to the, um, oh, I actually want to talk about the Fag Olympics a little bit more, right? Yeah, because we, we came up with some sport, we came up with some different categories. We have the, um, well, of course, there's the relay cox, the um, relay cocksucking, right? We talked about that. That's where you run from dick to dick to dick and you just pass the, you know, pass the, the cock on, as we say, right? Right. And then, you know, the other one that we came up with is just so exciting because it just has to happen. I mean, may maybe you'd like to join this team. It's the rhythmic fisting team. Right? Would that be like, it'd be fun, right? There's a lot of smiles there. Synchronized fisting will be very difficult, though. <laughs> right? No one cough. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, and I wasn't always the beautiful, amazing homosexual that you see before you today. I remember when I was young and 16 in my bedroom thinking about that boys' camp that could have been. Oh, us young lads are playing with balls every day. We slide into home base over and over again. And then we rush to the showers and scrub and scrub and scrub. It takes a really long time. We're fastidious, right? Fastidious, where is it? Okay. And then we gather together in the mess hall of camp, put a tin me on the shores of Lake Putitinby, Wisconsin. And it goes a little something like this. <clears throat> oh, I love you, put it in me, put it in me every day. I love you, put it in me, put it in me all the way. On your shores, put it in me. I am yours, put it in me. Put it in me every day. Thank you. I'm Brady Pearson. Brady Pearson, everyone. Speaking his truth. I love it. Speak your truth. Uh, we're all in a safe space. Uh, you, <laughs> don't worry. I'm like hitting on the Canadian. He's like, we're all cocksuckers, right? I Let's do it in the bathroom. I'm like, you're safe here, boys. Although there's... <laughs> There's no women here today, but I feel very safe. Um, you, um, your heat today. You were um, kind of heel to toeing back and forth. Um, just something to watch. Just a physical thing that you were kind of. It distracted me a little bit. Um, and you dropped out your how many miles you think of dick that you sucked. <coughs> Got you. So purposeful choice. Because I loved all of that. All of that Olympic stuff was like super fun and. The, the no one cough is just such a great throwaway line. But, you, but it's so funny. that All that stuff about the Olympics, I really enjoyed. And, and you know, you have a little bit of time now, like between now and Folsom pretty much, to do all that before people forget about the Olympics because isn't it just closed or something? Yeah, just said that. So you've got a couple weeks before those jokes expire, but fucking use them. They're funny. Uh, now, wouldn't a better gay Olympic relay race be the first guy runs to the second guy, uh, blows him, spits it in his mouth, and then he has to run to the third guy and then blows him, spits it in his mouth. Oh, you're mouth. talking about snowballing. That's the Winter Olympics. That's Winter oh, Olympics. Yes. The Winter Olympics. 
Brother, this yes. is what Joke Workshop oh, is for. Yes. Oh, that's so good. No, it's oh, my God. Thank you for fact explaining that to me. I appreciate it. Just doing what I can for the community. You can do more. Trust me. Mm. Oh. Hi, Bill. Hi, baby. Um, First of all, fascinated I made it out of your birthday party alive. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Um. I want you to be the Russian Olympic committee in the fag Olympics bit because I just think it would be really fun. Like, since they're obviously so gay, but then also <laughs> because like that only exists because Russia was like doping the athletes in real life. So like, what if like that purported like cocksuckers of Russia mm. got disqualified because I don't know they got like Viagra from, uh, you know. The state of Russia. Well, they could have passed Mexico. out from having too much bad GHB made in that Russia. That too, yeah, GHB, GHB, yeah, yeah. probably, yeah. Because um, they're doping. Oh huh? uh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're doping. doping. GHB in the, and what is it called? The Russian, the Russian Olympic yeah. Committee or whatever. And Olympic. you can score things. Remember, like when with when things like um, oh yeah with gymnastics and they give scores and then there's always yeah. the ru- bitchy Russian judge I yeah I wanted to like as I was okay. hearing this I was like oh you need to add on like who are the judges like how do you become a judge of the cocksucking Olympics like is, are you like Ross Matthews like oh he would have are, yeah okay. yeah like like find some get like is Madonna the guest judge like I don't know like okay. just find. Yeah. Like, like, how do you get that job was the entire thing that kept going through my head. No pun intended. <laughs> um, and then as you were doing the, like, various act outs, I wanted, like, a dismount like Ooh. they do in gymnastics. Oh, okay. Like a, oh, so it should be, okay. Like, a, like, like, I don't know, maybe you're, like, sucking a dick and it's like a, like, something like that. Okay, like yeah, yeah. Dismount. Right. Um, and also, I feel like if you're going to do, like, the tip to taint and things like yeah. that, you need something about the balls. I feel oh, like yes. that would be the secret weapon in the Fag Olympics is like going after. Oh, the going balls. the balls, yeah. Okay, yeah. the one, two, yeah. three. Yep. Okay. Yep. I'm feeling all that. Anybody else? Yeah, I got to admit, I was thinking about the balls in that instance as well. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, like um, to go off what Peter was saying, it's the same thing where it's like, it's like you know, like when you they watch the gymnastics, they're like, oh my god, that move hasn't been done since like whatever. It's like it's like you oh. can even narrate the dick sucking where it's like. She's going for the ball gargle. Like, yeah. no, I haven't seen oh that since, God, yes. you know, Rio in 2012 or whatever. Like, <laughs> something like that. But, uh, yeah. But uh, I was, overall, though, I thought you had good oh. energy. And I think uh, you were you were looked – I feel like you were more interactive with the audience. So I think overall your presence is um, a lot better. Oh, thank you so, so yeah, much. Thank you. Put your hands together, everybody, for Brady Pearson. <laughs> Yay. Dylan's here, right? I didn't see him. There he is. All right, put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. Dylan Young, yay! All right. This mask mandate's back. I remember when they lifted the original one, it was the first time I saw my coworker's nasty mustache. It was a shame, too, because other than that, I thought she was attractive. Yeah. I'm half Asian, which sucks, because it's just the bottom half. I was suspicious as a kid because I didn't look like my parents. So one day I asked my dad if I was adopted. He said, go ask your father. Yeah, I had a dream last night. It was a weird dream. I got lost in a pine forest where they get those car refreshers. It smelled amazing. 
the weird part was I was still regular size, so I was just walking through a field like an idiot. Didn't like that one. <laughs> yeah, no. I, uh, as a kid, I had trouble learning how to ride a tricycle, so I used training wheels. Yeah, you know, you got to think on my act. You got to think. Use that brain of yours, you know? It's not all just dick jokes. <laughs> I, got, I got a couple coming, though. Brady, you know, during your act, I was thinking, do you ever wear cock rings? I would, too, if I could pull it off. <laughs> That's such a dumb line. Um, what was I even talking? Oh yeah, you know I'm I'm kind of a, a paradox thinker. I like to think in puzzles. One th that I was thinking was, you know, in the desert it gets really hot in the day, and really cold at night. So I bring oven mitts. Yeah, I know, it's a genius line, but uh, yeah, you know. I, I really think about puzzles a lot. I do jigsaw puzzles a lot in my family room alone because I don't have a family. I'm just kidding. I do have a family. They're dead. But um, no, you know, <laughs> they say laughter is the best medicine. That's why I laugh at people in the ICU. <laughs> I told that joke to my grandma. She didn't laugh. And then she died. I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. My grandpa, he's really into collecting oddities. He has a uh, Rolex stopwatch. One time he got a gold bar made out of pure silver. Yeah. Now, you know, all evidence seems to suggest that I'm in a game of tag with every girl in the world. And I'm it. Yeah, I just got back from the eye doctor. I got some transition lenses. That's my way of coming out as a transvestite. Just kidding. They're contact lenses. Yeah, thank you. Biggest laugh of the day. All right. What else was I going to say? I've been working a lot on my one-liners, casting them out, reeling them back in. As you can tell, it hasn't been going so well, but um, I think I got some potential, so I got a few more for you. I didn't hear any groans, so that's good. <laughs> Let's see. Um, I forgot the next joke. That's always fun. Um, you know, I like I said, I'm half Asian. Uh, I'm Korean. It's always weird when I tell people, though, because they're always like, which Korea? Which puts me in an awkward place because, you know, you've got the good Korea, and then you got South Korea. Yeah, it's not really a great situation. Yeah. I think it's cool that Asians have their own jingle. It's the only song that represents a continent, as if all Asians have the same taste in music. <laughs> you know the jingle I'm talking about. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. As far as jingles go, it's pretty good. It's better than the white jingle. Ba da ba ba ba. <laughs> All right, everyone, thanks so Clap much. Your hands. Dylan, Yun, yay! This one time, my friend went to China and came back with a lighter, and it played 
the mouse tongue song and it was like dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and nice. we played it till it played out and we anyway um it's really hard to do one-liners so that's yeah, pretty amazing I, I wrote like 50 of them over the weekend and tried to rattle off as many as i could yeah well it's it's <laughs> but, you have to you write know. you have to write like four times as much i mean yeah. it's to be able to do one-liners so that's yeah. like and that you went up memorized is really impressive so yeah. like that's a great job and you should feel like really proud of yourself. Thank you. The ones at the beginning obviously stronger than that opening mustache joke was fucking rad. <laughs> Thank um, you. But that's amazing. It's just you just did so you did so much more work than everyone else. So good job. I appreciate it. Yeah, you can talk in that one. My one thing if you're going to make a dark joke after saying just getting after it just like kills the joke to me. Gotcha. I would just own okay. it. Own it and go to the next joke or, or okay. even have if the crowd doesn't react, have like a backup thing that works, but gotcha. don't don't do just getting after it. Gotcha. Because you look so sweet too. So if you <laughs> say really gross, scary things, it's gonna make there's gonna be a like a juxtaposition that'll make people laugh on on its own. Cause you look like a twelve year old, like really <laughs> good student. Yeah, if you're gonna just kidding, be like, just kidding, she died in a car accident or something. Gotcha. Like, you gotta okay. have, yeah, you double double leave, down. You can't just on leave it, it with hanging. Tag. Yeah. And uh, that was a good Korea joke, but your average American does not nearly know enough about the two Koreas to know which one's the good one in in our mm. opinions. they If you were to quiz them on North and South, I, I gotcha. think 75% of Americans would get it wrong. Okay. I, I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> the, which one is it? Quick. That North Korea is obviously the bad one. Anyway, that uh, so are you uh, like a one-liner comic? Is that what you're aiming for, or well, you you're see, just experimenting? I'm experimenting. I okay, wrote cool. I wrote like all of them over the weekend, and so I didn't really have that much time to memorize them. So I probably should have brought my phone up here, but oh no no, no, no. I was just the only reason I no. asked is because um, you know, if you're uh, if you're going for like a character. Uh, then like just stay in it the whole time. Gotcha. And I think I think like some of the jokes towards the end were were uh, better than the reception that you got. It's just because you had kind of pulled back a lot right. that they didn't get the same energy as like the early jokes. So if you just like stay in it, I think a lot of them will hit hit better. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I love I love the one liners. The two, what like the two bit like one-liners you have in there where i'm like oh that that should be a bit like so if you're gonna stick with the one-liners just ignore this advice but the um heckling people at the icu is brilliant i want you to like add on to it where you're just like like someone's dying you're like boo you're like roasting them or something (laughs) like you're treating the icu like it's a roast battle or something and then the other one oh the fucking transition lenses like they look so dumb on people like you could do a whole bit about like how dumb people who wear the ones that like turn into sunglasses in a bright room look because it's all like weird middle-aged people who yeah. like have a lot of money but are too cheap to have both. <laughs> like like you can't just switch between like prescription sunglasses and regular ones. So like, I think there's a whole like characterization bit you could do there. Clap your hands together, everybody, uh, for Dylan! Okay, moving right along. Your next comedian, uh, keep uh, being, um, yeah, yourself. Keep, uh, keep, keep paying attention and and being awesome. Clap your hands together for Pratik Kohli! Thank you. My name is Pratik. What is everybody's name? <laughs> Thank you. 
So I love San Francisco. Uh, there's so much life here. Like anyone can do anything, and anyone can be anyone. There's so much to do. You can do literally anything here, except of course finding a parking. That we don't do that here. So P in the spelling of San Francisco stands for parking. It doesn't exist. Anyways, uh, but I I don't mind walking. Like I love walking, and I don't live very far. I live in this neighborhood called San Jose, which is such a 30 mile walk. Uh, yeah. So uh, I mean, anyways, I am from India. I recently moved to the U.S. And uh, English is English is not my first language, as you can tell. So I p used to mispronounce a lot of words, like bear, the animal. I used to pronounce it beer because it's e a, right? And similarly, uh, the animal lion, l i o n. I used to pronounce it loin. For a long period of time, but I did not know that loin is also euphemistically referred to the human genitals. Yeah, that's the thing. I did not know. I did not know that. So uh, when I was kind of eight years old, uh, as in some of the jokes, uh, then uh, my school teacher asked me, "Did anyone do anything exciting over the weekend?" And I had gone to the zoo, so I had to tell my teacher that. So like I was a Hermione of my class, right? So my hand shot up and I said like, "Yes, ma'am. I see. I saw a lion." Now my ma'am was slightly pissed, mostly confused. She said, "Whose lion did you see?" And now I think it's a trick question because I am the Hermione of my class. So I'm calculating. Okay, so the lion or the lion was in the zoo. The zoo is run by the Delhi government, and the Delhi government's chief minister or the governor was Miss Sheila Dixit. But I forgot the second name. I was eight years old, so I said, "Miss Sheila's loin." Now my teacher was quite pissed. Now she is thinking I'm a pervert, an eight-year-old pervert. She said, "Did you? Did Miss Sheila know that her her loin was visible?" Now I'm offended. Like, yeah, we paid for it. It was on display, and all the kids were very excited to see it. Now my teacher is tensed. She thinks, okay, they paid for it. There's money involved. There are a lot of kids. She was aware. Maybe Miss Sheila is the villain here. And I was a very perceiving kid as well. So I saw that worry in her eye, and I told her. So again, uh, I'm going to fuck this joke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I told her, no, ma'am, you don't have to worry about this. A loin is just a big hairy pussy. That was my time. Thank you. <laughs> I had to give Pratik. What do you want to say, Matthew? Long walk. Are you holding the? Oh, you're. Oh, you're holding. You're holding your mic. I see. No, I didn't. I'm not trying to get in your head. Um, it's a. That's a long. I mean, I love your accent, so I'll listen to you talk all day. But um. It's a long walk for the pussy joke. Although I can respect that too. I think the only thing that gets a little confusing is that I think in at least American English, when you use a term like loins, first it isn't lo loin. You don't, you don't like say like my loin. You'd say my loins. Like I have a burning in my loins. Like that would be meaning like, yeah, I'm feeling sexy for you, right? And so singularizing it so i think you have to say that there's more 
I would say loins, just because that means, and then usually you're referring to men instead of women in American English. I don't know. I don't want to like ruin your whole thing, but because you, because if you change it to a man, then it doesn't make sense with the pussy joke at the end. Because I didn't know where you were going with any of it, but I, I like the pussy joke at the end. But then it's almost like you have to mention that, I don't know. I don't know. Does anyone have any help? Yeah, I, I think you can get to it a little bit quicker. Like, there's probably, like, a minute of that that you can condense, and then it won't be as, like, like, like just go through it again and think, like, is this contributing to, to like, is this setting up the pussy joke, or is this just, like, ancillary detail that we don't need? I actually, the one, the, the detail that I wanted you to speak more about was when we were talking about parking. Ha! <laughs> Like, like, there's more there. I don't know what it is, but, like, there's more to, like, like, why is there not parking in San Francisco? Like, everyone here drives one of those, like, big Teslas that, like, did they just run out of battery in the parking spot? And that's why the, we, we can't have parking? Or, like, my I kind of spiderwebbed as I was thinking about it because then I thought about, like, the Zooks, like, the weird cars that are learning to drive themselves. And I was like, is anyone teaching them how to park? Like they're they're learning how to drive from watching terrible drivers, but then like I've never once seen one of them park. Like, how are they going to learn how to do that? Like, are they just going to like give up in the middle of the freeway? Like, that sounds like a very millennial thing to do too. Just like eh, I tried, you know, gave them my best effort and just stop in the middle of the freeway. Just everyone starts double parking everywhere. Yeah, exactly. So. I don't know that I solved the parking thing, but like my mind went in a lot of different directions about things traffic related in the Bay Area that I dislike. So for the pussy joke, uh, the way I intended was that uh, I had to tell this in the beginning that I was of that age when a cock for you was a bird and a pussy for you was a cat. And then I used, wanted to start it, but I realized it at the end that I have forgotten to say oh. that. So will that make sense? Well, you don't even have to say pussy i mean you can just say the word pussycat and we all know and that can be a callback i wouldn't but mm -hmm. with the i would say that with the with the language difficulty that you did call mm -hmm. we didn't call them roosters we called them cocks mm -hmm. and we didn't call them something we called them yeah but i i don't know if i i don't know if i telegraphed the pussy that early repetition mm -hmm. yeah like i don't want to give away the punchline but like repetition might be in your favor in this case of like if that is like a, a crucial detail there, like I would probably forget that you said that like oh. a minute into it. You might have to be like, now remember, I'm at the age where I think this is this and pussy is cat. Like, Except then maybe another animal and not the pussy. Like, a, like so you yeah. know a cock is a rooster and then there's another weird one that you can pull out. Like, and we didn't call them. Right. Oh, we, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Pick out another animal other than, so then you're not, you're not telegraphing your punchline mm -hmm. before you give it. So it, it can be a little more surprising. All right. Clap your hands together, you. everybody, for Pratik. Yay! Yay! Moving right along. Your next comedian. Oh, he brought his own microphone because he is super safe. Put your hands together, everybody, for Matthew Quirk. Yay! What's up, snowflakes? So I really got a piss, but there's no way I'm going to the bathroom and giving Brady the wrong idea. Fuck that. Uh, so anyway, guys, um, in honor of the Olympics, I'm uh, rooting for the Delta variant. That kid's got moxie. 
I like where they're going. Actually, I hope the Delta variant re- strikes really hard around here, so it maybe wipes out some of you Delta males that are clogging up all the open mics that I have to wait for. Can't wait. Uh, so anyway, uh, you guys know Simone Biles back in the Olympics, right? She won a medal and everything. Everyone was really hard on her for, you know, crapping out for having anxiety. But they just busted her weed dealer. Yeah, the other Olympian who was smoking weed. You guys don't follow the Olympics here? None of you athletes out here? Delta males, I said it. I stand by it. Anyway, they just busted her weed dealer, that sprinter who got busted for disqualified for smoking the performance-enhancing drug cannabis. I didn't make that up. Anyway, busting my weed dealer always made me nervous, right? Gave me anxiety. So anyway, uh, I think in honor of the Olympian who was kicked out for smoking weed, we should change the tired old phrase of 420 to qualifying for the Olympics. Like, hey, after my set, let's go outside and qualify for the Olympics. By the way, while we're on the subject, uh, what are you millennials doing with weed that now we have a performance-enhancing strain? You guys been holding out on me? What's that, a shatter dab or something? A jewel? Which jewel is steroids? Mango, that's the one. Yeah, I think there was really missed a lot of, like, learning opportunities with this uh, pot smoking in the Olympics. Like, hey, mom, when can I smoke weed? Oh, right after you qualify for the Olympics, right? Give kids a goal. They also kicked her out not just for the 200-meter dash, but also for the 4x4 relay race that she was in, which is really short-sighted because she's obviously an expert at Puff Puff Pass. And to back my story, did you guys see what happened to the men's 4x4 relay team? They dropped the baton. Do you know who took first place in that event? Jamaica. You think they're dropping joints, right, when they're running around? Hell no. She could have taught all the fucking men how to do this correctly. This is, a, this is the real Olympics, guys. This really happened. Thank you. Anyway, did you guys catch uh, Jeff Bezos having his first real orgasm last week? And with no sense of irony, as soon as he lands, he thanks all his fluffers for the big orgasm he just blasted all over Mother Earth. Anyway, Richard Benson, what's his name? Branson, Richard Branson had his first real orgasm the week before. If we could only get like... Musk and uh, Zuckerberg to blast off. They can all circumnavigerk the planet, which is their true intention, right? Anyway, we're all focusing on the negatives here. Look at the bright spot. They proved Reaganomics here, right? You let billionaires not pay taxes for 40 years, and they'll buy a fleshlight so powerful it'll reach near-Earth orgasm, right? And then all their emissions will trickle down to all of our lungs. Reaganomics. There you go. All right, thanks. Matthew Quirk. Reaganomics. I love you. I think you're so funny. Your crowd work is great. You make, oh. you make, you have such a naturalness on stage. I mean, I, I saw you do this yesterday at OMG, but I still, it seemed totally fresh and like you just made it up. Oh, so I, for, 
I forgot to tell everyone how I follow the news real intently, but no Cuomo. Ah, ah, that's good. That'll work out for a while until that's people new. forget that's about new, him. Guys. Our memories are so short. Um, but yeah, your naturalness is great on stage. The qualifying for the Olympics, I wanted more examples because I thought it was so funny and more callbacks. I just, I love that you, you did call it back with the mom. Like after you did it the first time, I was like, oh, I want to hear more callbacks on that like later on like oh yeah i'm gonna go outside or later hey at the uh this set's over guys so uh, let's anybody want to go outside and qualify for the olympics with me or whatever um but just i want to hear more callbacks because i just think that's so clever it's good it's good set yeah i don't know maybe maybe it's too easy but i was waiting for like the 420 meter dash oh the 420 meter dash oh. i thought you were gonna say it you kind of let know me down much but i think that's 420 feet <laughs> Yeah, that's a good yeah, idea. That's all I got. They lift like grams instead of oh. like in the weightlifting stuff. Also, like as you were as the I liked the Simone Biles stuff, but then eventually I was like, I think where it should go is like, what if Simone Biles just like backed out of the Olympics because she was just too fucking high? <laughs> Like, what if she, Her like, anxiety. is so high, like, is just in freaking outer space that she thinks she's she spinning around instead of the twisties? Pastries and... Yeah, like, like you just, like, act out, like, the insanity of, like, what's going on in her head. Like, maybe she's not... Like, maybe it's because she's just stone yeah. off her ass. Yeah. Um, I think you can make circumnavager, just circumjerk. I think we would... Oh. I don't think it's, like, grammatically correct, but I think... Circumjerk. We'll, I think people will still get it. Um... And then I need to hear more about the Delta Mail. Like, that's so good. And, like, just put a bunch of tags on the Delta Mail. I like the direction you're going with it of, like, the men you see at open mics. That's a good start. Um, I often say this whole fucking city, you know, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, and if I'm understanding it correctly, premise-wise, it's that there's alpha males and beta males. And these are these are just these are delta males. They're way down on the scale. Right. But exactly. Um, the only delta I when I think delta, and this is just because I read a lot of books, but I think of Brave New World by Aldous Huxley and all the delta. They were deltas were khaki, and that's a ghastly color. Like they were. They're the anyways. It's, I think the deltas around here do wear khakis. Actually, <laughs> do they? <laughs> it's you're just a ref. There could be. Well, no, it's it's it the might be too to the, smart, uh, but uh, 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 the alpha, beta, omega, and like the delta males, the lower cat. And I often hear the criticism Epsilons around here that like ones. you know uh, they're all tech savvy, but they can't change a tire. Centrifugal you know? bumble. I've got it for you. I've got I mean, it for you. My profession is because you guys can't fix shit. So. The delta wears Prada. Oh, Delta wears Prada instead of the Devil wears Prada. Clever, very gay. Nice. Uh, other comments? Yeah. Also, uh, so Bezos reached space and Branson came just before the boundary of that. So if you're using both, uh, had orgasm, then Branson actually just about to have orgasm, but didn't actually have orgasm. Well, Edge no, Lord. I, I think he had the premature. Yeah, if that's if that's what yes, happened. He didn't yes. quite hit space. He's yeah. an edge lord. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that little factoid. Put your hands together, everybody, for Matthew Quirk, the hero of Mutiny Radio. Thanks. Hero of Mutiny Radio, Matthew Quirk. If you don't know why, then you can ask us the story later. And um, the other thing is, there's no other open mics tonight. I mean, unless you're going to swing indoor. So, just so you know. I'm sorry. You can go down there. And just San Mateo is so far away. 
Uh, put your hands together for your next comedian. Everybody take notes. It's Peter Struckmeyer. Yay! Yay! Hi. Hi. Um, sorry, I just, I'm going to get a little emotional because, um, I don't know, like, I, I, I've been a gay man for 29 years. And I finally, just, I finally had sex with a guy. That's not where the sentence ends. I finally had sex with a guy with a micro penis. And the sex was weirdly amazing. Like the little engine that could. No, but it was perfect because I am a top and he is a bottom, so there really wasn't much dick interaction I needed to do, okay? Just like the occasional dick suck, but like when your dick is that small and it's the seven-course meal of gay sex, it's kind of like an amuse-bouche. Yeah, we give men with micropenises a lot of shit, but we do not talk about the lane of men with micropenises who are uncircumcised. The foreskin was longer than the dick. And it like folded over into like a little like triangular shape. Like I thought I was looking at the dick on like a kangaroo that's jacking off at the zoo. But it was a magical evening of unexpectedly good sex. Uh, I had him over to cuddle and we watched Paris Hilton's new cooking show. Have we seen it? Have we? We haven't seen it? Okay. For those of you who have not watched the show, Paris Hilton has a new show on Netflix called Cooking with Paris, where she invites her celebrity girlfriends over to cook with her. And she cooks the most fundamental recipes completely incorrectly. It's brilliant. She has like diamond bedazzled like kitchen implements that she like sets on fire like burning mac and cheese. At one point in one episode, she's like, what's a tong? And Kim Kardashian is like, I think it was a song by Cisco in the 2000s. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like the entire time, Paris Hilton is in her kitchen in these like pink ball gown dresses, like making Thanksgiving dinner. And my favorite part of this whole show is that they're trying to convince us that any of these celebrities eat. Like Demi Lovato is in one episode being like, I love McDonald's French fries. I watched the YouTube documentary. Demi Lovato does not wa love McDonald's French fries, okay? She's, like, immediately throwing them up afterward. And quite honestly, I think if you're going to do a celebrity cooking show like this, you need to show us the bulimia clip afterward. Uh, I'll leave you with this. Uh, I work in tech, in case you couldn't tell, by my super punchable-looking face. Now, it... It was stressful at work for a while. And so I went on a tirade to my boss. I was just like, everyone here is incompetent. This work is bullshit, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, I think you need to take early next week off. So just to reiterate what happened here, I complained about my coworkers and I was rewarded with vacation. Like, 
I wish I knew that if you were just eloquent and passionate enough about how much you dislike your coworkers, you get free vacation. Like, what is this logic? It's like, should I start stealing from the office to get paid more? Like, I'm just now going to treat every single day at work like it's a roast battle. And that's my time. I'm Peter Struckmeyer. Peter Struckmeyer! You did a... Uh, you ended right on four. That was perfect. Um, oh, the oh, the amuse-bouche is such a good... And you can even call back because you talk about a cooking show if you want to... Oh, because yeah. amuse-bouche is a cooking show. Oh, thing. shit. I forgot the tag that... I knew I was forgetting a tag on Cooking with Paris where it's like... But yeah, we were watching an episode and she was making hot dogs. And I was like, see, babe, that's what eight inches is supposed to look like. Oh, that's funny. I forgot that tag. Yeah. That's funny. Um... Amuse bouche, yes. Speak your truth. I thought all that was great. Like just the all the all the cock sucking again and have uh-huh. the sex and all that. Fun, fun, fun. Um and, and that any of these celebrities eat is great. The only thing um from a former bulimic that you could throw in there, you mentioned mac and cheese. Really yeah. easy to puke. Oh, because okay. um, the noodles go in and out really easily and the cheese just slides right out. Nothing too spicy. So she doesn't want to cook anything too spicy. Also, ice cream is really a great go-to when you vomit it because it doesn't hurt desserts. on the way. She yeah, oh my desserts. God, like a cream pie. That's the she best thing to vomit. She like, weird like marshmallow-y Yeah, yeah, the thing. best thing to yeah. vomit. Absolutely, because it goes in soft and comes out soft Good. and it doesn't have like a lot of, like, and you don't want it to be too bready because then it sticks together. Oh, so you want okay. like, so there's going to like a lot of cream type things, ice cream all she those. made like filet mignon ones i assume that's not a good food to puke as long as it's not spicy it should be fine okay but the she but the mcdonald's fries too really greasy so they'll just slip they'll slip right out oh, yeah. yeah i feel like there's a whole potential with that for an act out too of like you know cooking shows they usually instructional and they're telling you how to do things but like oh the instructional God. bulimia like <laughs> this is why we're yeah. eating this yeah. because it'll just slide right out sort of thing <laughs> yeah. oh my like God. that has a lot of potential right <laughs> like there a just recipe for bulimia like add on to what pam saying it all up. <laughs> it's exciting oh, to eat so a, to be able to eat a whole pie <laughs> <laughs> don't oh is Either one, uh, whichever one. They have like, um, like bat, like uh, um, when you're doing cooking shows, and they're like, we prepared, we had it like prepared already ahead of time. Uh-huh. And this is what it's supposed to look like, and then you could do like, like this is the end result after it's been <laughs> yeah. eaten, and after, and it's just a yeah. big bag of vomit or something. <laughs> I want, I want this show to have its own like standalone name, like something with bulimia, like, like Top Chef, but bulimia is in the title somewhere or like iron chef iron stomach (laughs) (laughs) great stuff put your hands together everybody for peter struckmeyer all right this is the last comedian that we're gonna do with comic comments and then we just do four minute sets uh but Still pay attention to be cool to everybody. Put your hands together, everybody, for Chris Western. Yay. And his new haircut. Yay. Yeah, I got the uh, German orator. History reference for you. So, I'm glad you're laughing. I want to do some crowd work tonight. What's up? Ah, uh, never mind. So the Olympics are over, huh? Finally. Well, you see that they have skateboarding now? A pro skater over here. You're not going to like these jokes. I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) My brother was a skateboarder, but back when it was cool, you know. 
But nowadays, people people just do skateboarding without fear of physical assault. It's like we're getting soft, America. If we stop beating up skate rats, what's next? Terrorists? Uh, karate's in the Olympics, or for the first time ever. It was pretty exciting. I I don't know if you can tell, but I'm a white belt in karate. Watch out. We had to stop doing karate though, because my parents didn't like how my sensei was diddling me. No, I I like those getting extra practice, learning some new techniques, like the samurai calm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, oh, you made me blank. You laughed. I didn't think that was gonna happen tonight. Oh yeah, I can't do karate anymore because I'm getting old. Uh, I was having my weekly discussion with the mother of my children, absolute saint of a woman. And uh, as the impotent rage began to swell within me, I tried to do some tai chi to let it out. But it turned into shadow boxing and I threw my back out. Yeah, okay, that's a true story. I didn't think it was that funny. Um, oh Jesus Christ. You're speaking of old. <laughs> Gary Busey does a great Joe Biden impression, right? He's been doing it for years. That's like next level. I want to be like the Nick Nolte of comedy, like the hypno porn of comedy. Just want to arouse and confuse you, mostly confuse. I actually don't watch porn. It's pretty gross. I mean, I've watched it, but for studies, I don't use it erotically. I only see it like at parties or my sensei's house or when I'm studying <laughs> my target. Uh. Actually, like I don't, I'm not into porn because it's just it's just not real. There's nothing there in the moment. There's just images and pictures. There's no there's no scent of an organic nearby. Filling your lungs with their primal rage. Sorry. This goes on for a while. Um, I'll, I'll just cut that out. Uh, anyone want to go for a walk? <laughs> I, got, I got a new shovel I want to try out. It's really cool. Uh, what else? It's, I like that it's a smaller crowd because I think I brought enough bullets. Talk to you about um, war back when it was uh, like cool. You know, when they had gentlemen, you have all the peasants lined up in nice, neat rows, and then like the the rich puffy boys on the horses. Oh, okay, it's not going to go well anyway. But <laughs> I'll just I'll do some uh, punchlines since I can't set these up. <laughs> you can tell me if they're good or not. Um, here's the first one. <coughs> Life, eh? Sometimes you win, sometimes you collaborate, huh? Uh, I got an Instagram ag account again. It's going great. I have three new hemorrhoids. Uh, and uh, as I get older, I notice I'm a little more sexist these days. I no longer say thank you after having sex. I mean, I am paying for it. So uh, I apologize. Thank you. Chris Western, everyone. I know I love how creepy you are. Like, it's it's super fun. Um, the German order haircut, that's, that was great. Isn't it weird how Gary Busey and Nick Nolte, are they the same person? They're not. They seem like they're doppelgangers. Never in the same room. You've never seen them in the same room? I feel like they're the same. I mean, I can barely tell them apart. The sensei callback was awesome. And, um, God, I'd love to hear that 
those creepy jokes and that bullet joke in front of like a real audience of non-comics. I'd like to see how like an, an actual audience of real people would respond to that. Because I, I think it's hilarious, but I don't know what they would do. I hope they would be like, this is hilarious. What does it say about us that that was like the one joke of everyone who's gone so far? Or that like every single person in the room laughed hysterically at? Like what does that say about this society? We're, we're horrible people. Um... I don't know if you want to take the skateboarding bit in this direction, but I the women's skateboarding is like the one event I watched in the Olympics. And like all of them fall. Like all of them, like no matter what, like even the gold medalists fell like five times and got like straight zeros on the board. So I don't know if that like plays into your bit about how like skaters are soft or someone of like, like why would you go to the fucking Olympics just to do that? Like none of them landed any of the tricks. Like it was like winner by default. Well, they were also 13. <laughs> they were also like tiny children. Uh, yeah, I don't have any notes. I just want to say like I, I always like your stuff. I, I don't really know anybody that tells jokes like you. So I just want to say good job. I, I, liked, I liked them all. I think I, I know a lot of them didn't get laughs. But honestly, like if you, you're going to find the right audience and then it's going to be a whole That's what I story. go for. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> I, did, yeah, I mentioned I do a lot of acid. So that should explain the comedy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. Good job. Thank you. Yeah, you're super unique. Clap your hands together, everybody. Chris Western. Yay. Yay. All right. So now we're just doing four-minute sets. Uh, your next comedian, uh, it's, oh, it is you. You know what's going on. <laughs> we're on number nine. Put your hands together for Aaron Sampson. Yay. Woo-hoo! Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. A little bit about my uh, history here. I'm 45 years old, but I act like a big kid most of the time. Like I was at a party at my friend's house the other day, and I was like, dude, let's party! And he's like, get out of the bounce house, man. This is my daughter's birthday party. I'm like, be cool, be cool. <laughs> he's crawling out of there. So uh, I actually used to be a child actor. I know he's looking at me like he sees my full, large, crooked nose. No way. No, it's true. It's true. I was a cute kid before I went through puberty. Just had a two-inch nose spurt. Just took off. Just kept growing and growing. Unfortunately, when I was 11 years old, so I got my SAG card. You guys know what that is, right? Playing Tom Hanks' wife's son. Unfortunately, that was the highlight of a 20-year acting career. My least favorite question is, what have you been in, Aaron? What have I seen you in? I'm like, well, you may have seen me crying in my car. (laughs) Actually, it was my dad's car, because I couldn't afford one. Hanks a lot, Dad. Hanks a lot. So uh, in my 20s, I was actually a a pretty big Hollywood, lived in Hollywood, producer, writer. I gave roles to some pretty big names in the industry. Uh, Brad Pitt liked really large roles. Al Pacino liked sourdough rolls. I served them a lot of rolls, a lot of rolls. So in my 30s, I was sick of being broke, sick of not being able to afford a cocktail, and I went to business school, got my MBA. And from there, I started working for the man, selling timeshares and toys and little tiny pieces of my soul. But at least I could afford alcohol. So there was a silver lining there, yeah. A lot of people say, oh, act, uh, uh, fucked up that a lot of people say job singing is like a game Aaron you got to be willing to play the game so I throw my resume on the table and yell uno bitch it's a little loud 
You know who does play the game well, though? Let's see. Any Zoomers. Ba Generation Z. Any Zoomers in here? Yo, right here. This is funny. You guys are brilliant. You quit a job after three months because it doesn't align with your mission? <laughs> I fucking love this guy. Come on. I'm going to start doing this. My boss tells me to put together a PowerPoint presentation. I'm like, uh-uh, not my mission. Fight the power. Point. There you go. <laughs> yeah. My, my wife says, I want to make love, honey. I want to make love. I'm like, only missionary position, baby. That's how I roll. Okay, not so much. Not so much on that one. So in my 40s, uh, I'm 45, I started working for a big tech company. Yeah. Big tech. You know, I started working for a big tech company right before everybody started hating on big tech companies. Oh, man, going to dinner parties became a lot less fun. My liberal friends hate me. My conservative friends hate me. QAnon loves me, though, so that's good. Save the children, guys. Save the fucking children. Uh, you know what all my friends love me when their account gets, like, hacked or blocked? I'm the first person they call, like, dude, my account got fucked up. Help me out. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like the tech bail bondsman, you know? They think I'm just, like, flipping a switch with their name on it. Like, I'm like, Bleh! Instead, I, like, turn off the power to Honduras. I'm like, sorry. Okay, okay. My mom, she's funny, though. She's super funny. She's like, I got your, I got your work email, Aaron. I got it. I'm like, work email? I didn't send you a work email. She's like, I got it. You said shout out to your boys. You sent me the email. I'm like, that's not a work email. That was just a post on my wall. You must have gotten an email notification, Mom. She's like, well, I got it, and, and, and I got get them from Kohl's, too. Like, she's responding to the Kohl's ads, like, dear Kohl's, I got your two-for-one blouses email. Thank you so much. Anyway, thank you. That's my time. Appreciate it. Aaron Sampson, everyone. Yay. Kohl's. Clap your hands together for your next comedian, everyone. Sam Leon. Yay. off up here yes. okay I'm, I'm glad science is real um so i'm glad i came to equality night um so i'm here uh just started dating again and uh just to let you know you weren't supposed to tell anybody peter and uh i'm bringing my strap on next time um so you know Recently, I'm afraid to touch my face. This is, fuck. Um, I don't know what's going on. Uh, I, I think I'm a little nervous. Um, life, a lot of life changes. I recently started a bulimic girl, a woman, a bulimic woman. Um, we like to share meals. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a gentleman, so I let her eat it first. Uh, I, uh, I, you know, but seriously, I, I'm, I'm dating now because uh, I'm getting a divorce. And uh, yeah, woohoo, a uh, big, big surprise. Um, she says it's because she thinks I'm racist. And I think that's bullshit because uh, three-fifths of my social circle is black. And uh, my other friend's a midget. So... I'm also a feminist, and she couldn't handle that. Because uh, I believe in treating 
women uh, the, the same as I would treat a man. You know, um, for instance, like if I was at Disneyland with my best friend and he caught me staring at his sister's ass in front of Mickey Mouse and slapped a hot dog out of my mouth, I would have cracked his sternum too. It might have been a little bit harder because he doesn't have hair. Um, so, that worked well. <laughs> All right, let's go to the notes because uh, I spent most of my time masturbating instead of writing. Um, I, I did the racist joke. I mean, the, it was a math joke, actually. Um, so, I'm, I'm a feminist. Did I cover that? I cover that. But it is hard. It's hard because I have to treat everybody equally now. So that means when my friends get a little too drunk, I have to rape them. Um, I've been raped. I can say that joke. Father O'Malley would attest to that. So um, yeah, but uh, besides raping my friends, um, am I shaking? I think I'm shaking. It might be because of the meth. I don't know how I got four minutes. I only do it on Mondays. What's, is, today's Monday. Okay, I did the, um, you know, you know, I think I should end it there, but I'm not because I'm just going to stand here for a minute <laughs> because what the hell, let me, can I do, I'm going to get off stage. Can I show you, um, my new mask that I brought to, uh, to do errands? Yeah. I just came from the bank. <laughs> I probably should have started with that. All right, folks. Sam Leon, he's so brave. Wow. He's so brave. Edgy. Uh, put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. Kelly Evans. Love grabbing the mic after the masturbator. Cool. I'm just looking at that guy. I'm like, he definitely did not wash his hands. You know, that is not. Anyway, um, what's up, everybody? Woo, yay. That's exciting. Monday. Um, I like to drink, I think. That's most of us. I know Pam's on my side. Thank you. Thank you for the support. Um, but, you know, like, I'm always worried that if I drink too much, I'll get drunk and then I'll say something stupid. So uh, I drank, like, Red Bull to keep me sharp. And uh, I was talking to my doctor, and he said that that's actually a bad idea because if you drink too much caffeine and alcohol at the same time, it's bad for your heart. And I was like, well, I don't want to hurt my heart. So no more Red Bull. From now on, just cocaine, just mounds of cocaine. You know, heart healthy, light cocaine. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, uh, my sister's 23, uh, and, yeah, like most 23-year-olds, she's uh, – uh, dumb, you know, um, but the thing is like, I, I bring this up because she just got vaccinated. Finally, she didn't want to get vaccinated. And, and a lot of people like were giving her shit for it. And, uh, I understand because like 23 year olds in this country grew up in an environment where they were constantly told like corporations are evil. The government is corrupt. Big Pharma just wants your money. They're going to shove pills in your face. And then they're like, now take this fucking vaccine from Big Pharma. It's not even FDA approved. You're like, I understand 
maybe some hesitancy, you know? I mean, that kind of makes sense when you put it in that light because, like, that'd be like if your family was like, your Uncle Frank is insane, okay? Frank, we think he touches kids. We're not sure. He's a fucking maniac, though. We don't trust him. He's a piece of shit. Your Uncle Frank is a piece of shit. Oh, by the way, you're staying at Frank's house this weekend. All right. You got a weekend with Frank. No other adults are going to be there. All right. Are there any long-term side effects? I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Nobody knows for sure yet. <laughs> uh, this shit is, I mean, it's understandable, but I'm taking the plunge because, you know, I want to fuck again. You know, I just want to, the only way to have sex is to be out there. I don't do well with apps. It's not like a thing. I'm 38. It's not made for me, evident. Like, some people are like, what are you talking about? Dating is easy. And I'm like, yeah, because you're young and pretty, so fuck yourself. Um but you don't have to because somebody else will fuck you. Uh, I'm 38 and on Hinge, they keep trying to pair me with other 38-year-old women. The problem is there's only 20 of them that are single. They're not, and I know all of them and three quarters of them have rejected me already. So, you know, you take what you can get. Um, the other thing is this, is like when you're single in your late 30s and 40s and 50s or whatever, you have to like maintain yourself and you're, you were not made for that, all right? Like most people just get to let it go. They get married and like a fucking Honda that you bought in 2000, just let it accumulate dings and rust and you're like, fuck it, this is the only car you're going to have forever. But when you are a 2000 Honda and you have to sell yourself, you're like, fuck, I better fucking polish this shit up. I don't know. Oh, man, how am I going to hide all these smoke burns in the back seat? I don't, there's fucking, seriously, that's a cum stain back there. That is not going to be easy to get rid of. Um, all right, I'll finish with one more thing. My, uh, I'm from Texas. Uh, I am fairly liberal uh, for my family, at least. And, uh, like, I believe stuff that's pretty straightforward, you know, like everybody should have an opportunity to, uh, you know, have equal rights and be given uh, a chance to uh, uh, accelerate in the world. And then my family believes that uh, Nancy Pelosi drinks baby blood to stay young. That's what they believe. Not even in the same category of stuff. So now I'm just saying crazier shit to them. I'm just like, let's see how far I'm like, did you read on uh, Democrats or Komodo Dragons .net that uh, Joe Biden is a transformer? He is a literal transformer. He is more than me the eye. All right, that's my time. Thank you guys. You've been great. Kelly Evans. This is a lot of truth speaking tonight. You were speaking to my soul, man. That was crazy. I don't, I don't, you just, it's impossible to, actually, you can meet people at grocery stores now, I've realized. That's weird. And then they send you texts like, I'm going to do things. You're like, I'm like, what? People are, uh, we, uh, we, we locked eyes over the blueberries and then he wanted to and then he sent me nasty, nasty texts. <laughs> I'm like, this is too much for me, 28-year-old. I don't understand what you guys are doing. Dating is hard. Your next comedian, put your hands, let me see. Um, I have to look at the list. I'm sorry, I'm being really, I was really engaged in Kelly's thing. I had really, that was a good time. Put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. Tom Fuhrer. Thank you. It's uh, Tom Fulmer, but who's nobody's counting. Uh, and also, I go by Tommy T. That's my stage name. I need a stage name because I so I can tell my girl like, no, 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 no. That joke was about Tommy T's girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, she has chlamydia too, babe. <laughs> it's an epidemic. Uh, I'm originally from Spokane, Washington. Uh, where when I was growing up in Spokane, it was very, very, very white there. Uh, my parents weren't racist, just the uh, the principal of my high school, the priest, 
uh, the parish, um, the fire department, obviously the police department, uh, the state legislature. Um, but, you know, I've heard Spokane is actually getting a lot more diverse now, especially if you count all the white people pretending to be black. Uh, to quote Biggie Smalls, you didn't, uh, you didn't know that hip-hop would take it this far. Uh, yeah, you're right, Mr. Smalls. Uh, <laughs> so I actually wanted to be a rock star when I grew up, um, but that didn't really pan out. So I'm stuck here with you guys. And don't get me wrong, y'all are great. It's just that there were supposed to be millions of you screaming my name, not 10 of you trying to remember my name. Uh, I consider myself very privileged because I was in uh, Boy Scouts and I was an altar server and I was never molested. Uh, that's like dodging a fucking firing squad. My, uh, my Scoutmaster, uh, Scoutmaster Slinky Dinky, he, uh, he was, he was, uh, or yeah, yeah, he, I kind of actually wonder why he never, you know, maybe I was the ugly kid. Um, maybe that's what happened, but, uh, I guess I could call him and check. And if anyone has the number for, uh, the Washington state penitentiary, uh, no, I'm, j I'm, I'm just kidding. Of course I got molested. Are you kidding? Uh, look how fucking cute I am. Uh, so Oh, yeah, and uh, what was really hard about that was uh, we, you know, when it turned out that there was no merit badge for fellatio. Because I worked really hard for that. We all did. Uh, yeah, so uh, did you know that the Boy Scouts of America once banned gay people? Which is, uh, which is so hypocritical because it's like, if the sex is consensual, then it has no place in our organization. Uh, my queer friend was so pissed, he actually sent his Eagle badge back to headquarters, drenched in cum. And I was like, dude, why are you giving them what they want? Uh, the priests were actually even worse. Um, like, you know, I knew Father Sly had the hots for me when he gave me that extra book of the Bible. The one that says, uh, blessed are those who swallow. Uh, y anyway, <laughs> so, so kids are growing up way too fast these days. I was over at my friend's house last weekend, and uh, his five-year-old daughter was sitting in the sandbox. And I was like, hey, how are you doing, Maggie? And she was like, she said she was going to skull fuck me. And I was like, shit, I haven't heard that kind of language since uh, Scoutmaster Slinky Dinky and Father Sly. Uh, I'll, I'll end it there. Thanks so much. Thanks for your time. Tom Filner. If you don't pass me that shovel, I'm going to fucking skull fuck you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Put your hands together for your next comedian, Ian Langlands. Yay. Okay. We still got energy, everybody? Because I'm bringing it. No, I'm kidding. Um, do we have any sports fans here? People watch sports? Cool. Um, aren't trades in sports like the funniest thing in the world to me? I was thinking about that because the Giants just traded for this one guy. And I think it's just so funny that 
at any moment in your career, you can just get traded to anywhere else in America, and you just gotta sit there and deal with it. I think that's so, like, think about it. Like, if you were working at your job and you just got traded, that would kinda suck. Like, if you were a cashier at a McDonald's, one day you just come in, and they're like, we got these two fry cook prospects from Cincinnati at a Wendy's, and uh, we really think they're gonna better our team, so you're getting shipped out tomorrow, and you just gotta deal with it. I think that's, uh, that's hilarious to me. Because you gotta put it. You gotta put it in other frames of mind. Like, it, like if it was for your job, it would not be as cool. Like, I get. So the trade-off is they get paid millions, right? That's the trade-off, you know. But like, what's a million dollars if you live in Buffalo? <laughs> like, what are you gonna do? You're the richest guy in Buffalo. Congratulations. Now you're gonna use all your money on going to New York City. That's what you do in Buffalo. Like, I would take a like. Like, does anybody work here? Are we all unemployed? Anybody have a job? Give me some love here. It's less awkward if you answer me. No one's got a job. Fuck! This is my crowd work portion. All right, well, you have a job. Ha <laughs> ha, wouldn't it be funny if you were traded? Whatever, okay. Anyway, my point is that no amount of money is worth being traded at any moment. Like, I get anxiety walking outside of my house. If I had a job where at any moment I would be pushed anywhere in America, I'd probably kill myself. That's where I'm at. And that one got so many laughs. Good God. Um, where am I going? Like one day you're in LA. That's a great city. You're doing cocaine with Leonardo DiCaprio. And then you get shipped out to Orlando the next day. And you're just suicidal. And you're thinking, am I really going to go to Disney World for the fifth day in a row? It's not fucking worth it. There's some shitty places in this country that people play sports. And like Kevin Durant, if anybody knows, Kevin Durant played the Warriors, but before the Warriors, it was this whole, he took a big pay cut to come to the Warriors. First, he was in Oklahoma City, and everybody was like, why would he leave Oklahoma City? Fill in the blank. Figure it out. Oklahoma City? Do you want to? I don't care how much you're paying me. I'm not fucking going to Oklahoma. It's so boring. They were trying to think of a name. They were just like, what, what's the name of the state? Just put city on the end of it. No one's going to fucking go there anyway, and that's, uh, that's the historical reenactment of Oklahoma City. Um, another thing that pisses me off, wait, that didn't piss me off, this pisses me off, uh, uh, why can't I pet the seeing eye dog? Why is that against the rules, right? Why is that against the rules? I tried to pet a seeing eye dog the other day, this lady goes, he's working. The fuck? He doesn't know that. <laughs> like, I'm gonna, you know, deter him from doing his job of just walking and leading in a direction. He doesn't know he's working. If I was working and someone came up to me and pet me on the head and said I was a good boy, I'd be the fucking greatest worker in the world. I would do my job so good. I think I think I, it should be awarded. I mean, like, th like also, if the person's blind and they have a seeing eye dog, like, what's stopping me? What is the dog gonna do? Tell the lady? I don't think so. The lady's blind. The dog can't talk. I pet the dog. I'm not gonna listen to that fucking vest that says I can't. I'm an anarchist and a rebel. Thank you very much, Ian Langland. Ian Langlands, yay! Uh, you might not know this, but his older brother is actually here doing comedy right now. Put your hands together for Jay Stewart! Thank you, thank you. Yes, it's true. We are blood related. <sighs> Man, sorry. Today has been a day for me. I. Um, I talked to uh, my childhood best friend, 
the first time in six years. The last time he saw me, I was tripping on seven hits of acid and 500 milligrams of Molly by myself. <laughs> I uh, he literally just did a like, and then just got in his car and left. And we hadn't talked since. We caught up. It was nice. He's in Colorado. I'll probably see him at the end of the year. Um, and then and then I just found out. Uh, I, I I've been waiting on this email from from a company from like a bigger tech company in Silicon Valley. Um. So somebody helped me out. They put my name in their, the system, right? So that way they can like filter it. I had 30 days to do it. I got the email July 8th, today, August 9th. I just found out about it. Here, I've been doing jokes about how I'm unemployed and how I'm looking for work. And there is an email sitting in my inbox. And I swear I'm looking, I'm like, okay, I have my focused inbox. I have my other inbox. I have my junk mail. I'm looking through it. I'm refreshing. I'm doing everything. You know what I tried to, I was like, what, what, what should I type in my search bar to like look for this? The name of the company. What the fuck is wrong with me? Like, I, I, I don't I don't get it. I, I really don't. At this point, I'm like, maybe I like my unemployment bits so much that I'm just scared that if I do get employed, then I won't be able to use them anymore. You know? Like, oh my gosh. Um, anyways, uh, aliens are real now. Apparently, yeah. I was. I've been getting into watching some uh, Netflix documentaries, from uh, Roswell to Ratatouille. It's all true, everybody. All uh, all of it's true. <sighs> Man, I, you know, I, I'm just. This is, uh, I'm, I'm not giving up, but I I just severely could not care about anything right now. <laughs> um, I was supposed to mention aliens last. Um, I went to school last semester. I went back to school last semester. I haven't been back to school in eight years. The last time I was in school, it was still perfectly okay to publicly enjoy movies produced by Harvey Weinstein. So kind of a culture shock going back to school these days. Um, I'm growing up. I'm trying, trying to mature, mature a little bit. Doing a little like evolving. Bulbasaur to Ivysaur. Pikachu to Raichu, Eevee, Jolteon, whatever your your whatever is there. But uh, basically, what I'm saying is I've stopped taking ketamine from random strangers. You know? Oh my gosh! Holy shit! Um, the last guy he he really knew how to uh cater to the socialist in me though. He's like, man, it's not ketamine. It's keta everyone. I was like, well, you got me there, man. <laughs> I don't know, but uh. Um, should I do my unemployment bits? Oh <laughs> uh, man, um, my my I was working with my dad before actually. I was I was employed with him. It was weird because I would have to um schedule my bathroom breaks on uh, Microsoft Outlook. Um, I uh okay, that was like a new one that I was gonna add in there. Um, <laughs> you know what? Just Fuck everything, guys. Fuck, like, fuck everything. I mean, not mutiny. I like mutiny. But, like, pretty much anything else. I don't know. Just f just fuck everything, guys. Let's ha have a good day. <laughs> Jay Stewart, everyone. Fuck everything. Yay. Yay. Nihilism. Uh, your next comedian. Clap your hands together for Chris Beasley. Yay. 
Oh man, okay. Um given the past events of 2020, uh I was really looking forward to this year and having my hot boy summer. Um but I've been going through a few performance issues lately. And um I could blame dehydration, that's the thing. Could blame my teammate. She should be doing more, you know. Uh but the real culprit is NBC's coverage of the Summer Olympics. Yeah. I don't need to be reminded about how sexy some other people are every day. All right. Zero percent body fat. Like, damn, I'm over here doing my thing. You know, it's tough out here. Yes, I know they have the perfect bodies. I, I could do that. Right. I would give up everything to have. The, well, cinnamon toast crunch is fire, but I would give up every Twizzlers pull and pill. Pretty good, too. But what I'm saying is I would give up everything to have zero percent body fat as well. I don't need the Olympics reminded me of my bad habits, right? Yes, I have a bad diet. Yes, I have bad credit. No, I don't have 0% body fat. No, I can't get 0% APR. It's my life, right? I'm doing what I can. It's very painful to be reminded about how perfect these people look. And what is with them all wearing so little clothes? All of them. Like, I don't have a 4K TV, but I can still see the sprinters baton just bouncing back and forth my wife can see this i can't compete with that like it's very frustrating and i have to try and convince her that i am someone she should sleep with when she's comparing me to what she's seeing on tv like i gotta now compensate for my lack of olympic pedigree gotta take her out to dinner buy her food give her eye contact it's working you see it's working and then she says have you heard about larry nasser like what the fuck? Cock block, like instant. Like you aren't having sex for two years if you bring up Larry Nasser out of nowhere. Right? No one's coming back from that. No one's coming after that. You're done. It's very awkward. I I I don't even know why g gymnastics can be a sport anymore. Like I'm done with it. I don't want to see any other performers with very little clothes on, and I can see their skin. I'm fucking with Winter Olympics from now on. You know what I mean? Parkas. Uh, windbreakers, fucking boots, toboggans, that's what's sexy. If you see skin there, you earned it. You know what I mean? Like, you you earned that shit. It's just really awkward with the whole Larry Nasser thing. Um, I don't know. My wife has just been so angry about it. And she's just like, what is with you people? I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, you, men. I'm like, hold on, hold on. If you're putting all men in one group, I have to be racist. That's white people. <laughs> I'm just, I'm going to have to draw a line right there. Like Larry Nasser, Epstein, that's not my people. And she's like, no, it's a men thing. I'm like, no, if you're a black pedophile, you at least have to be able to sing. Very important piece. You know, I'm just saying. Like if, if I'm ever on trial, I'm not pleading the fifth. I'm like, your honor, exhibit A. Ah, ah. They're like, yes, okay. Yeah, he didn't do it. He can't fucking sing. There's no way. That's my time on Chris Beasley. Thank y'all. Chris Beasley. Always a pleasure to have you here. Bye, Chris. Not the other Chris was leaving, too. It was like That was like a Chris Rock block there for a second. Put your hands together for your next comedian, Kyle Morrissey. Yay! It's so weird. I was just Googling Larry Nasser on the drive over here. Like, at a stoplight. I was like, did he kill himself? No, he's still alive. 
Okay, uh, a little bit about me. I have COVID. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't get tested. That's my motto. You know, you can't get it if you don't get tested. Um, I, uh, I'm a millennial. I think it's funny that we make fun of baby boomers because we're just going to turn into them. Um, my friend sent me a screenshot the other day of people arguing on Facebook about vaccines. He was freaking out. He was like, dude, some of these people want mandatory vaccinations. They're, they're mentally ill. And I was like, yeah, dude, of course they're mentally ill. They're under 40 and they're still using Facebook. <laughs> like, there's, It doesn't matter what their opinion is, all right? I don't think white privilege is real. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh, look, look, look. I'm, I can't get a job. I, I can't get a job. Bec- I think it's because I'm just a straight white dude in San Francisco. I mean, all the hiring managers said it was because of the felony. But, like, let's be honest. If white privilege was still real, hitting that woman with my car would have just been a misdemeanor or something. I, like, I don't know. I uh, I pee a lot. I pee a lot. Uh, I think it's for a really weird reason. Uh, I think it's because I'm comfortable with my masculinity. Uh, that's That's got to be what it is. Um, doctor was like, no, that's actually an issue. I was like, well, maybe my dick's just bigger than yours. Um... It's, <laughs> uh, I, you know, I think, uh, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't drink, which I don't know why that was so hard to say. <laughs> it's kind of a minority lifestyle. It's probably good because I pee a lot. Uh, I don't, I don't drink. And people always ask me like, oh, did you used to drink or like, like, d- d- was it always like that? Or, or did you quit? I'm like, oh no, no, no. I used to be way cooler. Um, and I'm cool now. So imagine how cool I must have been back. Like, I was too cool for school, literally. I almost flunked out of college. Um, but I, I actually, so I, I, drinking alone is so fun. I love it. it is, I'm sorry. It's just, it's great. And I would prefer that because I had social anxiety. So my friends would take me out and they would get me hammered. And I'd be like, screw this. I just drive home. <laughs> like it's way better. I I mean I was polite about it. I'd like offer them rides too. I was like one one rule, guys, no seatbelts. Uh, okay, let's see here. This is uh this is everybody else's fault. This is not mine. Um, let's see. I uh oh another millennial stereotype. I uh, I just got diagnosed with celiacs. You guys know what celiacs is? Celiacs. You can't eat gluten. You cannot eat gluten. Um, I had no idea, but it makes sense because for years I just had this like endless craving for more attention. Um, doctor gave me the diagnosis. I was like, well, I don't have a personality, so this is perfect, actually. All right, we're going to keep it rolling. We're going to keep it rolling. And I'm going to uh, kill all uh, Let's see. Um, hmm. I'm very ticklish. I'm very ticklish. I don't know what's going on with this mic. You can't tickle yourself, though. It's physically impossible to tickle yourself. Uh, but my girlfriend does it to me. I'm powerless. There's, n- like, nothing I can do. Again, do it to myself. Can't feel a thing. Uh, yet, for some reason, it feels way better when I jerk myself off compared to when she does it. Why is that? Well, like, for 90% of my body, she has complete control. But for the one part of it that matters, I got to be like, nah, it's fine. I'll do it. All right. Well, don't talk to me after this. Kyle Morrissey, everyone. 
Yay. Uh, your next comedian. Put your hands together. He's been so patient. He's been here for the whole show. So stick around for him and clap your clap your hands together for Ben Kettner. Thank you very much. How's everyone doing tonight? I feel like I showed up here two and a half hours ago and I had so much energy and now I would like love to be taking a nap in the back. It's uh, something went seriously wrong here. I like that one guy who left's idea, just fuck everything. That might, uh, that might be the direction that I go to. It's feeling like one of those kinds of days. Um, I, uh, I guess I look like a cop and a drug dealer. I didn't actually know that uh, until recently. When I met Pam, uh, she told me that I looked like a cop. I found out that I looked like a drug dealer walking through San Francisco earlier today. Uh, someone asked me if I was selling. To be fair, I don't think he was the most discerning type individual. Uh, after, after I went past, he tried to buy off this 90-year-old Asian lady. I saw it, I was like, man, that's fucked up. I thought I was special. Junkies, junkies, they'll break your heart. I have other things to talk about. I, um, I've had kind of a shitty week, I gotta be honest. Uh, my back has been spasming, and I'll apologize for this next joke in, uh, beforehand. Uh, my back has been spasming, and if I collapse at any point during my set, I'm gonna stop doing stand-up, I'm gonna start doing lay-down. I, 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 I hate myself more than you guys ever could, I promise. <laughs> Uh, uh, so first, my back was spasming, then uh, the gate in my apartment broke. There was like this, there's this 10-foot tall wrought iron gate outside of my apartment. Uh, it broke so it couldn't open. So anytime I had to, wanted to get in or out of my apartment, I had to hop over the fence, which was fucking insane. I kept being paranoid that people were going to like see me and think I was breaking into my apartment. So this is like true. What I actually did is I tried to like... Uh, make a show of it every time that I, I couldn't get into my apartment. I knew my key wouldn't work, but I'd like try it every time. I'd be like, oh, it wouldn't work. I'd be, oh, fuck, what the hell? My gate, I can't get into my apartment. I can't get into my apartment, guys. This is fucking ridiculous. Talking to like the homeless dude across the street who's watching me. I would, talking to myself loudly so people didn't think I was like a crazy person jumping into, jumping the fence to get into my own place. Uh, so I, so I had kind of a fucked up week and then naturally hopping over the fence, I would, my back would spasm. Fucked up week, started writing some more fucked up jokes than usual. We can see if anyone here is fucked up to annoy, uh, enjoy the jokes. I promise it will not be hard to not laugh. Um, I, uh, I heard a quote. I heard a quote, which I really liked when I first heard it. It went something like, um, the only thing which really matters at the end of the day is how much, how many people you have the chance to touch over the course of your life. Now, I recently found out that was said by a pedophile, which made me feel somewhat conflicted. I was a little concerned who he was concerned with touching over the course of his life. Uh, so people, I think people are kind of afraid to make fun of Native Americans because we did, we collectively did to the Native Americans what the uh, Nazis tried to do to the Jews. Uh, we are number one at genocide. Um, it's fucked up, but don't worry, it won't stop me. Uh, so the Native Americans have this thing where it's like, if you kill an animal, you want to use the whole body. You want to uh, uh, use every part to honor the animal's memory. And my roommate, who's a vegetarian, said this to me recently when, uh, when I was throwing away some chicken that I didn't want. 
And I gotta be honest, I don't, I don't really understand that. Like, you sir, what's your name? Kelly. Kelly, thank you. If I were to shoot you in the face right now, would it make you feel better knowing I was gonna eat your corpse? Probably not. It doesn't make any sense to me. I would go so far as to say, if someone were to kill me, I could choose cannibal, non-cannibal. I would go with the non-cannibal. Cannibals kind of close the door in an open casket. All right, uh, that'll be it for me. Thank you very much. Ben Kettner, everyone. Hooray. All right, we, uh, we have time for you, Nick. Put your hands together for Nick Hulk. Yay! <laughs> Uh, do I, is there the covery thing that you want me to do? Yeah. No, I'm not worried. It's more if you want me to. Okay, cool. So, I was thinking about DMT earlier. Has anyone taken DMT? I actually haven't. Uh, for those who aren't familiar, you know, for those who haven't been to Burning Man or listened to like a Joe Rogan podcast, <laughs> DMT is the drug, the chemical that your brain naturally releases when you're about to die. And I just don't, I don't know, I don't want to build up a tolerance to my death drug. Like, I don't want to take that. I don't want my last thought to be like, this high fucking blows. <laughs> you know, his last words were, text my dealer. Um, I want to make a parody of Crazy Rich Asians called Crazy White Caucasians. And in the ending scene, instead of a bunch of Asian women playing mahjong, it's just a bunch of soccer moms drunk on white wine playing bunko. Yeah. I haven't been drinking for a little while now. And I realized there are certain things I learned how to do drunk or blacked out drunk, essentially like flirting. That's how most of my girl interactions happened. And all of my successful flirting is like lost in this blacked out ether. So I don't really remember what to do. So I've been trying to like retrain myself how to flirt sober. And I was at a yoga class. You don't want to be the creepy guy in yoga. But it was like after we were putting like our clothes away, I had heard the teacher talking to a cute girl, something about Brazil. She was next to me. So I asked her, oh, you know, have you been to Brazil? And she's like, yeah. I grew up there, and then my brain just shuts down. I just responded with this sort of vacant, fresh lobotomy stare. And she, I think assuming I had some sort of social disorder, you know, helped me out. She's like, have you been there? And she said it with like a little too nice, like, have you been? It's a big place. And I was like, yeah, uh-huh. I just hate that I couldn't get past like the initial hit over the net, but whatever, we'll get there. Thanks. Um, uh, I think that last one's going to take too long. Not paying attention to a walking dog. Mm, do I have any other short things? Uh, I want to make a website for Game of Thrones characters that lets them check if the person they're about to sleep with, if they're related to them. Going to call it incestry.com. So you can make sure when you're about to sleep with that someone special, your child won't end up somewhat special. Thanks. Nick Hulk, everyone. Yay. 
Well, we did it, boys. We Everybody got in, and um, there was room for everybody, and we finished on time. I'm really excited. And tonight was a night where there were, there were no... I was, it was just a dream come true. Just Pam in a room full of men under 30 and a couple of ones over 40. Uh, and, and it was fun and I had a good time. And I hope that you guys um, keep coming back. And thank you so much for supporting Mutiny Radio because you really are helping keep the doors open $2 at a time. It, it, it really, really, really makes a difference. I promise. All right. Keep listening, Mutiny Radio listener. Um, your next show, Primordial Soup, is coming up. And... We'll be back next week with Joke Workshop. I've been your host, Pam Benjamin. Yay, bye. In my soul, get to Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio, my friend. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny radio, my friend. You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Let's Spiegelman. We're hosts of... Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L W A F L M O Y T. We watch a full length movie on YouTube with you. 
and you listen to the podcast yeah. and watch the movie at the same right. time. Yeah. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or if you're Carl, 5%. Right. I'm so lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show, 5 p.m. Let's hear the theme song. Oh. Let's watch full length. Let's do a full minute promo. Oh, never mind. Bye. See you next time. I was just leaving the theater. Convertible 1969 gold Cadillac with a white interior. And I started to do some thinking. Flat black glass. Saturday noon to two. I'm a freeway. I am a total Hello, Blake. Henry. Yeah, Charlie here. Yeah, I have a report here, Henry, from your uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. Safe sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy, no matter what you're into. Make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable, and are having a good time. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Hey, everybody. Listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, Write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders. Look good on camera. End all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And 
invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic.